we're super happy that we finally made it. We've had it on our calendar at home for many days, and finally it's here, and we're really excited to be with y'all. And with no further ado, because I know I don't look so good, I'm going to ask the rest of my family, you know, they got all my looks, to come up here. I mean, they hopefully look better than me. And we're going to line up in birth order. I guess I'll be down here. And Gad, you're going to go down on that end by Mama. And we're going to introduce ourselves first in Chinese. And then, and they'll tell you how old they are too, so you know. And then we'll do it again in English, just in case there are no bilinguals here. <laughs> and then we're going to sing a song for you. 我叫于佩，我八岁。我叫于冉，你几岁？我六岁。我叫张张。我叫张张。这是于木，我叫张凯如，我四十三岁。Well, so my name's Yusuf, and in Chinese they always say this year I'll be, and by this year they don't mean in the year 2022. They mean when the new year comes around again. So I will be 50 years old, even though I'm, I'm only 49. I, you know, but for little kids, they, they love this because sometimes, depending on when your birthday is, you could be six and say you're eight. That's cool, huh? All right. Actually, before we go on, is this part live streamed? I don't know. Well, even, I think it would be considerate for everybody to hear if we just pass this mic along. If we can do so. My name is Shem, and I'm 18. My name is Jed, and I'm almost 17. My name is Toby, and I'm 15. My name is Raya, I'm 13. My name is Ben, and I'm 12. My name is Jesse, and I'm 10. My name is Addie, and I'm 8. My name is Nick, and I'm 6. My name is Ellie, and I'm Five. What's your name? Dad. And how old are you? Two. And I'm Ruth. I'm 43. And this is Jory. I'm having a tough time today getting mixed up. Dear. <laughs> yeah. He's the one who gets called the wrong names the most. <laughs> Oh, now I'm drawing a blank. <clears throat> so actually, the kids' names, all we're, they're all Ayas. Actually, I've even become Dad Aya, and Mom is Mom Aya sometimes. But this is Shemaiah, Jediah, Tobiah, Raya, Benaiah, Josiah, Adiah, Micaiah, Eliah, Gadaliah, and Jeriah. Anyway, being in China, you know, each character has a meaning. So their names are Hebrew names, so like Shemaiah, the Lord, Hears, the Lord knows, the Lord is good, 
the Lord sees, the Lord builds, and so on. So we had their names on, on our wall in China, and that would be a good conversation starter, uh, an easy way to bring up the good topic. Um, next thing we're going to do is a song, and it's an evangelistic song or a, uh, a song on the theme of missions. And it's based on some of Peter's words in the book of Acts where he said there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. And so through this song, you can learn, and there will be a quiz, so how do you say the name Jesus in Chinese? And whoever gets it will get a free gummy bear if there's one left in the dish at the back <laughs> and because I know that they usually disappear I have I have Tic Tacs in my pocket they're more challenging but not as bad as watermelon seeds alright so we're gonna sing Jed has what's called what we call a gourd flute it's in Chinese it's called a hulusa and if you'd start us out, Jed. here. I feel intimidated a little bit here to teach any Chinese because I know there's, there are Chinese speakers here. So I'm going to do it anyway and uh, I'll, I'll take all the corrections that come at the end. But I wanted to just talk a little bit about the Chinese language and also offer some question and answer time, especially for the kids. But if they have none, then the adults are welcome to ask questions as well. Or if there's a lot of both, we can divide the time so there's no strife. So one thing about the Chinese language, I think the first thing to me is that it's fascinating because I know it was invented by a person who came out of that Babylon culture. There were Shem, Jed, and to No, that was our family. There was Shem, <laughs> Ham, and Japheth, right? And then from those, they populated the world, even to our very day. And so, whoever developed this language they were familiar with what? 
the flood story. And the, the garden history, the history of man being made by God. And so some of you have probably read that read a book on this topic, how you can see Genesis, the truths of Genesis in the Chinese characters. And I'd like to illustrate just two of those for you at the end of this morning's Bible time. But before I do, uh, just introduce the four tones in Mandarin. And in China, you know, there's, there's two main dialects, and there are actually many, many dialects, but there's, there's Mandarin and there's Cantonese. In Mandarin, and this is how I knew God called me to, like, the northeast China, where they speak Mandarin, because it only has four tones. It's not like Cantonese, where they speak eight tones. And I was, I was already 30 years old when I started, so I thought, <laughs> okay. That's kind of a joke, but four. Let's stick to four. And to illustrate this, pastor said the caps get left off sometimes, but this one, even the tip was left off. Um, <laughs> but I understand we have kids too. All right, so in Chinese, how do we count to 10? And so we can do it on one hand in English, right? And the Chinese can too. So there are similarities. Yi, er, san, si, wu. Okay, can you try it with me? Yi, er, san, si, wu. All right, so we got five right there. And, and I'll write them up here. Yi, can you see that okay? I usually am not afraid of blocking it because I'm not tall enough to block it. But three, sun, and then si, and then wu. Okay, now thankfully for people like me, when I was just learning, I'm already confused. Except I think I got the one. But I look at it and I think one, two, three, and now I'm blowing it already because it's E-R, son. So they have a trick for knuckleheads like me, and you, you just write E underneath. R, son, si. And you can't say si, and you can't say si or si. That's real bad. And <laughs> it's, it's taboo. In fact, because that number is four, they don't have the fourth floor in Chinese apartments. They have one, two, three, three B, five, or something like that, or five A and five B. But they will avoid this because it's a synonym with COVID. I, I'm sorry, with death. Death. And, and I shouldn't joke about that because I know many have died from that, and that is not funny at all, and I don't mean to make a joke about it. Um, so, ER San Wu. Now, here's where it gets fun for us Westerners because we can do this. And that does not mean like hang loose, 
or is that like this in Hawaii? Whatever, when I was a kid, I heard that. But Liu, Chi Ba Jiu, shirt, or you can do shirt, or you can do shirt. Anyway, that's it. So if you want to say it after me, it would be Liu, Chi Ba Jiu, shirt. And do you feel like you, can you feel the tones? Yeah, I got one person at least nodding their head. So this would be Liu. I mean, these are easy to understand, aren't they? And I bet if uh, Evelyn's dad or, I forget your name, I'm sorry. Eva. I didn't think it was Esther. Eva. Okay, if your dad was here, he would explain all this much better. I'm not even going to try and explain it. I'll, I'll go here, one and two and three. I can, you know, I don't even need to. Now this one is cool because you see when I do ba on my hands, can you see it? Ba. I'm sure he was left-handed. Hey, thank you. All right, for uniformity, I'll use this for our last two numbers. I just threw that. All right. So ba and then zio. Don't draw a blank now. Let's see. I think that, yeah, that's it. All right. And shirt. So you can see it when they do this or they'll do this. Shirt. Because in some parts of China they have an accent. Kind of like, remember the Israelites when, when they had to tell the difference between this clan and that clan? Like, am I going to kill you or let you go? They would say, say Meshibboleth or something like that. They'd say Meshibboleth or something. They couldn't say it right. So this is si. And this is shirt. Oh, let me put that on here. Here's Liu. Wow, now that I can see. <laughs> Liu. Qi. Ba. Jiu. I did not dot the I. Do you know why? And then shirt. And I always was curious. Where's the R? Can you hear the R? Sure. Where is it? It's there. You just have to imagine it. Where's the R? Well, there is no R. Anyway, that's another story. So, er san liu qi ba jiu, shirt. Now, where are the tones? You heard them, and then they'll draw them. It's very easy. There's... Yi, er, san, si, wu, liu, qi, ba, jiu, shirt. Uh. Um, so those are called first tone. Second tone, and this is fun. Actually, uh, Addy and Jesse. Can you tell me your poem? Do you guys remember the poem you recently learned? The Chua Chua Shang Kuo Chua Ping Zhou. How's that go? Okay, go ahead. Just Jesse. Okay. Ben and Jesse, you guys do it together. Come here, please. They can do this. This is fun. I think it's fun. I'm 
and I'm hoping you'll enjoy it. We, they recently started from scratch to learn to read and write, and it's, it's fun. Okay, here we go. Thank you! Ah, I thought that was fun. Did you feel like it was fun? I got one smile at least, and I'm encouraged. Okay. Chi is a car. Chi ping zhao. Ah, ah, ah. Just, it's a level, a level tone. And it just holds that. So we have yi, qi, ba, qi, chi, shang, pua. When the car goes up the hill, ah, 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 it's going up, 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 like, uh, no, 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 no. We only have one. Sure. Sure. That's why I didn't dot the I, because he's going to get the tone mark. E, R, uh, <clears throat> E, <laughs> no, it's, okay, there is E, shirt, chi, chu, ping, zou, is to go level, on level ground, but when he goes uphill, he goes, ah, ah, and they're using the letter A, so, ah, 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 and then, chi, chu, xia, pua, yo, shang, pua, ah, 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 I call it the monster voice. Because you got ah, but you go down and back up. So if you could imagine saying, I'd like to buy an apple, well, that sounds easy. But when you know that I is third tone, want is third tone, buy is third tone, apple is Second tone, then third tone. Now I'm locked up, man. I'm just. Then I got to start all over and I'm just lost. I'm, I want to just melt and go away. Just Ruth, Ruth, where, Ruthie, buy the apple. She's gone. Okay. But she grew up there, so when she's 10 to 18, she's in China growing up, she learns all this stuff, so playing Uno in Chinese is no problem for her. Great. Um, not me. Ah. And then, Chi Chu Shang Po. No, I'm sorry, we already Shang Po. We already went uphill, now we just gotta go down, down, down! And it sounds like you're angry or upset. But it's just... You're just talking, relaxed. <laughs> it's intense for me. Okay, so this is, all right, so we have R. San. Si. You can't say si. You say si. Oh, there's a third tone. Liu. All right, and we did we get our third tones? We have oh. And Jio. And he goes over the I. 
Anyway, okay, there we have it. Er san si wu. You want to try it again for fun? Er san si wu. Liu qi ba jiu. Sure. Okay. Hopefully, hopefully it was fun. And then uh, I have a couple other, I'll just write them up there later. The, because uh, it's Bible hour, right? And we would be remiss to not go into the Word of God. So, Shim, could you go out to the van and get in the backpack and get my Bible? <laughs> could you? Talk about feeling remiss. Thank you. And, uh, all right, so there are two characters that hopefully you don't already know, but it's very risky because they're so common. And actually, let me write it, one of them up here. There is part of it, and then the other part. There's different versions of this. I should probably look it up for, to be sure. Anyway, this is a cool character. Do you recognize any part of it? There are three components. There's part on the left, and there's part that's on top and then on bottom. So the, you seeing it? All right, I got somebody, right, get that hand down. You, you already know this. All right, so. That's the left side right here, right? And that is, well, actually, what is this? Who, who can tell me? Somebody in the back there. Somebody in the back. What's, we have, uh, in this sector right here, this would be uh, A2. Who can recognize this for me? Thanks, pal. Yes, ma'am. Ba. She got it, and she even said it in Chinese. You see it? Huh? 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 You see it? No? Okay, so that is eight. And this is a vessel. This is a vessel with eight people. In modern Chinese, they, they write it like this. It has a mouth. And when you walk into a Chinese restaurant, much like here, they'll say, Jiko Ren. You know, you walk in first, and there might be, you know, 11 people behind you. They want to know how many people are, are you ordering a table for. How many people are coming? How many are in your party? Oh, just, just two or just four or whatever it's going to be. Jiko Ren, how many mouths are walking in? <laughs> We say people, they say mouths. Much more practical, right? I mean, it could add a, a, a belly, but if you saw the character for Dudza, man, it'd be complicated. No. Um, all right, so a vessel with eight people. Who knows what this word, this mis... All right, I'll give you a hint. It's pronounced like this. What tone is it, Toby? And it goes over which letter? Why? 
I spent many hours thinking, yes, Ben. Thank you, Chuan. But I had the hand up here for the English interpretation of this letter, this word. How did you know? Tell me later, please. Okay, so that's right. This is boat. What is a boat? Could you tell me what's a boat, please? Oh, yeah, that's a vessel with eight people, you know, like Grandpa Noah got off of, and that's where we all come from. Cool. Is it not? That's very cool. All right, so one other character. Uh-huh. So, could I ask? Never mind. I'll just write it in the middle. Um, one other character, and let's, let's turn to Genesis chapter 22. This is one of my favorite stories in the Bible. I don't know how many I say that about, but... Wah. 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 Who could interpret this for me? What does the word wah mean? Get your hand down. Yes, sir. I've got a guess here. Nose. Wah. Wah. <laughs> oh, you talking to me? Yeah, go ahead. Right. Wah. How old are you? I. It's the pronoun. I. Wah. So, wah is, this is a really fun one. That's wah, personal pronoun for me. Pardon me. Oh, man. You got me. Is that it, Shem? You know what? I am embarrassed. If you wouldn't have said nothing, nobody would have known. Come on. <laughs> and it's not a hung, it's a, it's a little, yeah, okay. Now can y'all tell the difference? <laughs> All right. So this is wah. All right. Why did I do that now? All right. And it came to pass after these things that God did tempt Abraham. Wait a minute. James. Didn't James say, God doesn't let no man say when he's tempted of God. <clears throat> Excuse me. Let no man say when he is tempted that he's tempted of God. For God tempts no man. Ring a bell? What's going on here? And so I... These words sometimes have a flexible meaning. To tempt or to test, to test, to put, to put to a test, to prove something, to see what's really inside. And God is testing Abraham's faith? Nah, maybe. 
I think that's involved, but it's really his love for God. And at the end of the test, we know that he says, now I know, now I know that because you have not withheld your only son, um, well, that's in, in verse 16. It's kind of implied. Now I know that you fear me. That's in verse 12, actually. So the story is, and I'm assuming that you guys know this, but we'll, let's jog through it really quickly, and I am keeping my eye on the clock. But let's, let's just do, do it all. I'll just read fast, and I'm on verse 2. No, I'm on verse 1. It came to pass after these things that God did tempt Abraham, and he said to him, Abraham, and he said, Behold, here I am. And he said, Take now thy son, thine only son, Isaac, whom you love, whom thou lovest, and get thee into the land of Moriah, and offer him there for a burnt offering upon one of the mountains which I will tell you of. And Abraham rose up early in the morning, saddled his ass, took two of his young men with him, and Isaac his son. And he clave the wood for the burnt offering, and he rose up and went to the place which God had told him. Then on the third day Abraham lifted up his eyes and saw the place afar off. And Abraham said unto his young men, You guys stay here with the ass. Abide ye here with the ass, and I and the lad will go yonder and worship and come again to you. And in Hebrew, that's a plural verb that we will come back. You guys stay here, we guys will go, and we guys will come back. So we will go and worship and come again to you. Now, he knows at this point what he's going to do. And in Hebrews, it tells us that he believed God would even raise him up from the dead because he knew the promises that God promised to him would be carried on to his, through his son, Isaac. God was very specific with him. And so he was ready to obey God. And Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it upon Isaac, his son, and he took the fire in his hand and a knife a knife and they went both of them together wait let's read that again did we see a lamb in there or anything you got the wood upon Isaac's in there took the fire knife ooh guys we like those don't we fires and knives and no guns back then but alright and Isaac spake unto Abraham his father and he said my father and he said here I am my son and he said, Behold, see, look, ah, here it is, I see. The fire, the wood, he didn't mention the knife. <clears throat> Maybe that's what made him concerned. The fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for a burnt offering? And Abraham said, My son, God will provide himself a lamb for a burnt offering. So they went, both of them, together. And I wish I could be an observing thought in Isaac's head at the time. 
How did he compute that? How did that register in his mind? Did that really answer the question? Or when? Or You know, he just says no more. I asked my question, Dad said that. I'm done. Until he's, you know, strung up there, tied up, bound by cords. And he is the offering. That's where we're going. All right. Behold the fire in the wood. Where is the lamb? My son, God will provide himself. God himself will provide the lamb, or God will provide a lamb for himself. The thing that he requires, he will provide. So they went, both of them together. And they came to the place which God told him of, and Abraham built an altar there. And he laid the wood in order. And he bound Isaac, his son, and laid him on the altar upon the wood. Got the wood, got the altar, excuse me, got the altar, got the wood, got Isaac. And there is no record of him saying, <coughs> Dad, wasn't God going to provide himself a lamb? There's none of that. There's no hesitation from Abraham. There's no hesitation from Isaac. All we see here is obedience. Isn't it beautiful? If this be a type of Christ. And Abraham stretched forth his hand and took the knife to slay his son. Remember, this is not the end. In Abraham's mind, the end is we come back together. Back to the ass, back to the men who are waiting. Because we went yonder to worship. And this is part of it. Giving of our best to the master. It's not mine anyway. Paul in Romans says, you know, or maybe it's Hebrews, uh, that Abraham received Isaac back to himself. From the dead, as it were. Well, that's where he came from anyway, his own body being good as dead at 90 plus years old when he, when he had Isaac. Was it 99? They say I'm over the hill now. And my wife especially, don't say that. But, you know, for ladies about 45 is about somewhere in the neighborhood of not having babies anymore. But Sarah was 90. So we're right in the middle of the drama, aren't we? And so he took the knife to slay his son, and the angel of the Lord called to him out of heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, here I am. Here I am. And he says, lay not your hand upon the lad, the young man. Neither do, him, neither, neither do anything to him, for now I know that you fear God. For now I know that thou fearest God. Now I know. On the backside of this test. Now before, where were you at? 
pretty sure you'd be able to handle it. Now I know. You have been through this experience. Doesn't say Abraham lost a wink of sleep. And yet, can any of you imagine not? I can't. But it's up for debate. But we don't have to. We know what the Word of God says. God said, go do it. He went and did it. He got caught in the act, and God said, that's, that's enough. Now I know. Now I know. What do you know? Now I know that you fear God. What does God care about? And Paul says this, God tries our hearts. He describes God as the one who tries our hearts. He formed us in our mother's belly, as David said, in the lowest in the lowest part of the earth. And he made us in his image. And he put his spirit in us. And he expects something of us. And he puts us to the test to find out what do we really love? Simon Peter, lovest thou me? Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Simon Peter, do you love me? Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Simon Peter, do you love me more than these? <laughs> God cares. God cares. I gave myself a few minutes to wrap up. God cares. He's invested in you. He made you, fearfully and wonderfully made, each one of us, in his image. Marvelous. More than we can understand. And have you heard of a place called the Bema Seat of Christ, where we will stand one day at the end of our lives and give account? And mom's not there, and dad's not there. And <laughs> guys, your wife's not there to blame her. Right? Oh, that was for Adam, sorry. I've never been tempted to do that myself, have you? Okay, just joking. Anyway, we're all going to give an account. God is invested in us. And he has made us stewards of the time, the life, the abilities, the resources, our influence, what we, even every word that we say, we will give an account thereof. Life is serious. It is funny sometimes, even hilarious. And we love it when it's like that, don't we? It help, helps us shed many burdens. It's a medicine for our hearts. But life is also, also serious and sober. And... God is testing our hearts. He might not call us to sacrifice our son on Mount Moriah. I doubt it. But is he testing our hearts to see, do you fear me or are you fearing man? Do you love me more than these? Well, we've all failed. That's the bad news, isn't it? We've all failed. I fail every day. Do I love God with all my heart, soul, strength, and mind every day the way I should? Do I love my wife like Christ loved the church every single day the way I should? 
do, do I parent my children full of the fruits of the Spirit? Love, joy, peace, self-control, gentleness. Do I? You guess. Look how short I am. I don't measure up. No, I can't blame it on my height either because I've been born again, born from above, given His Holy Spirit. He enlivens me and I can, by faith, lean on Him and I don't have to sin. I don't have to. In God's good plan, I don't have to. No, I... <laughs> None of us achieve that, but we have no excuse. God calls us to a life of faith and may God help us and we're not done with the lesson because it's Bible hour and we're going to do a very important Bible word and it's called, we'll get there in a minute. Very simply put, how about that? Three strokes and you're out. <laughs> but I got to explain them and then you're out. Okay, and this one is E. And if, if, if your dad were here, Eva? He would surely protest. This is wrong. He would do this. That's simplified. Because in like around 1911, they simplified the Chinese characters and made them simple. Oh, I'm so thankful. But you lose something. And what you lose is this. Mm, a lamb. God will provide himself a lamb. Actually, we didn't, and for time's sake, we won't. We didn't finish the story, but what does Abraham do? He looks up and sees a, say that again, a ram. And so we're looking for a lamb. Now, did he have a Mephibosheth or a Meshibbeth accent problem? Because ram and lamb sound the same, don't they? And what was offered on that day? He looks up and he sees a ram caught by his horns in a thicket. And so he offers the ram in place of, instead of, it's like a substitution for his son. Pretty cool picture, huh? Make it, oh, there's shirt. Let me get that back. Shirt. Huh, and we'll make it a little longer. Make you think of anything. God will provide himself a lamb. Is the story over? No, and there's a prophetic sentence in that passage that says, as it is said unto this day, God will provide, the Lord provides. That's where we get that Jehovah Jireh, the Lord will provide. It is futuristic. It ain't happened yet. It's going to happen in the future. When the Lamb of God came, Look at this character in Chinese. It's somewhat abbreviated. Can you see the lamb? Can you see the lamb? This is Yang. And this is, this lower portion we remember is Wa. This answers the question that the book of Romans labors 
to expound a very most important concept. Why can't I go to heaven? Because I'm sinful. And I lack something. I lack proof positive righteousness. God is righteous. And those who come into his presence must also be righteous. So not only do I need to be without sin, which God at the cross took care of. Check. Got that done and out of the way. But what about righteousness? It's imputed to everyone who believes. To all and upon all who believe. What have I drawn here? This is the ancient character for righteousness. E. How can I be right in the sight of God? There must be something between me, me, and heaven or God. Something between me and God. And what is it? Ta-da! The Lamb, the Lamb of God. Jesus is the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Hallelujah. Right? Praise the Lord. That's Jesus. He is our righteousness. And through him, we can be put in the right relationship with God. And that is some Chinese from the Bible for our Bible hour. So a joy to be with you all. If you have any questions, I guess we do have two minutes. If there's one or two questions, and then we can still have some time informally to have any questions. Any questions? When are you going to be done? That's what my son would ask. Okay, well, let's pray. And if you do have any questions, feel free anytime. Heavenly Father, we do thank you and praise you. Thank you for the Word of God, the Bible. Thank you for this picture of a father who did not spare his son. Thank you that we know you are our loving Heavenly Father who so loved the world that you gave your only begotten son the one in whom you are well pleased, who did no sin, who's spotless, without flaw or blemish. Thank you that Jesus laid down his life in love for me. May we each one so understand it and live unto you with grateful lives. In Jesus' name, amen.